It can happen for probably a lot of reasons that we just get stuck in the same way of thinking. Once we get comfortable yes. with something, mm -hmm. it almost becomes autopilot. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking that we use to create a problem. We're talking about being stuck. <laughs> you were stuck. No. <laughs> yes, we I are. just had a little lapse. That was all. A brain fart. Just a small one. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Hey, Don't Do That, mm -hmm. where we talk about those little things that have really big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success. Yes. My name's Liz. My name is Tree. And today, we're talking about being stuck. Mm -hmm. So Tree, we're going to start with the true or false question. Okay. True or false, 53% of people, according to LinkedIn, uh -huh. feel stuck in their personal lives. Oh, personal lives? Yeah. Okay, you threw a twist there. I know. Uh, I would say false. Higher or lower? Higher. You're right. 83%. No, 76, <laughs> but you are so good at these true-false questions. I don't know. I just guess. Trivia at the I'm end. I'm not really good with trivia. Trivia at the end might be a different story today, well, but the true-falses, you're nailing. Because I have 50-50 chance. You, you do, but you're getting them all right. Um, we hired someone recently, uh -huh. and I've had this experience yeah. every time we bring someone new onto the team where... You know, they spend a lot of time getting to learn how we do things, what our processes are, and inevitably, at some point, we do something, and so we'll tell them, Yeah. and then they look at us, and they're like, why do you do it that way? And the answer is always like, I don't know. That's just kind of the way that we've always done it. Mm-hmm. And then they usually find a better way to do it. Yeah. But we got stuck we in do. one way of doing it. So don't do that. Don't get stuck in one way of thinking or in one way of doing something. And I've done it myself. You know, we talk about oh, being innovative, thinking outside the box. And we facilitated this, this uh, discussion. And then one day you just catch yourself doing it because... We have somebody new questioning or asking, like, how do we, every time we run a program, there's this thing called graduation. And then we yeah. always end the last session with some kind of graduation. People get certificates, right? And then when we had a discussion about how can we improve it, I, f I found myself saying, this is how we've done it. And I'm, I don't want to change. Mm. Right? So when you cast yourself doing that too, you're like... Oh my God, it is an organization of disease, because that's the term we, we used to call it with, and like, and I'm doing it. Yeah. It can happen for probably a lot of reasons that we just get stuck in the same way of thinking. Once we get comfortable yes. with something, mm -hmm. it almost becomes autopilot. Yeah. Right? We, we do it without thinking. Yeah. When we get, when we get comfortable, we can become complacent. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. And when we become complacent, there will always be someone else, mm. like, ready to do even better. Yes. Yes. So yes. they, um, 
there's a lot of research out there and they were talking like in particular about doctors and they were saying um, who do you think really does a better job doctors with a lot of experience or people kind of like younger mid-career and what they find is that the people who are younger mid-career they're in it like they're hungry they're working they're learning they're trying new things they're figuring things out and the people who've been in it for a long time they're just kind of going through the motions. They're just kind of doing what they've always done. And so a lot of times they'll see more innovation, more creativity, more effort from those younger to mid-career because yeah. they're still learning. And when you're learning, mm -hmm. they're innately thinking, what else? How else? Why? And they're willing to take more risk than the people who have been doing the same surgery for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and then going back to what you said about in your personal life as well, mm -hmm. of like people getting in the same way of, of, of thinking of doing thing, and then they, and then they realize, I, as this is not where I want to be. Yeah, right? um, I'm not happy with how my life is turning out. Have you ever heard of confirmation bias? Yes fascinating psychology principle uh -huh. and people will do this in their personal lives or professionally. So basically once we think a certain way, this is the right way to do this. Mm -hmm. This is the best. We start looking for things that confirm our thinking yes. and we ignore the things that don't confirm our thinking. So that then at the end of the day, we can say, well, look, I have this, this, and this that tells me this is the right thing. Yes. But maybe we've ignored five things that say, but there might be a better way. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to confirm our own thoughts versus looking to rethink or challenge our own thinking. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, do you have an example top of your head? Yeah. Like when we're looking to confirm something that we already know. Um, so it could be as simple as, do you want a personal or professional? You can give, do professional. Okay. What would be an example? So when you are working through a project and you're using um, a project management system, project uh -huh. management software, you will start looking for all of the examples of where it's worked really well, right? Well, for this client, yeah, this was the great thing. For this client, this worked. This feature helped with this. And we ignore the fact that, oh, well, on that one project, that one piece got dropped. Or, oh, someone else had brought to me a new software the other week that they thought would be better. We ignore those and we just focus on, well, in this case it worked and in this project it worked. So we mm. only look to the things that are confirming what we think is yes. right or what we think is true. And yes. we'll ignore the other pieces of evidence that maybe disprove or could cause us to have to think again. Yeah. And the think again part is probably also another reason you're talking, you talked about experience. You talked about age, like how long somebody has done something and they, they're comfortable and they become complacent. Having to think again takes energy and effort. Yeah. And we, we talk about this idea of tyranny of the urgent all the time here at the office, right? So if I'm busy, busy, busy 
with all the projects, everything that's going on around me, and I'm busy putting out fires, answering emails, meeting deadlines, having to think again slows me down. Mm. Right? Yeah. Right? On top of all the things that I have to do on my plate. Right? Now, when we're a leader, though, it is our job to continue to to guide our team in a direction and making sure that it's it's a good direction that we're heading towards, right? So, yeah. But a lot of leaders, because they have to think again or because the plate is full, we forget that and we fall into the victim uh, of, of focusing on the urgent instead of the important, which is thinking, continue to innovate, think outside box. Yeah. So Adam Grant uh, has a book called mm-hmm. Think Again. Yes. It's probably in my top five ever yes where he just talks about the power of rethinking and leaders can fall into the trap sometimes of well i figured out the best way this must be the best way forever and there's a concept in zen called Uh um beginner's mind Mm -hmm. okay or the the, um sometimes they'll call it shoshin shoshin yeah which means beginner's mind And it just says that everything we approach, we approach with one of two mindsets. So beginner's mind, beginners approach scenarios with curiosity. Like, what if they ask those simple questions, Uh those basic questions that maybe as a leader, we feel like I should know, right? But they, they ask the simple questions. They're curious. I wonder, how does this work? Why does this work? Versus the other mindset, which says, I already know. I know how this works. I've got it. I've done this before. Been there. Seen that. Got the t-shirt. I'm good. Got the t-shirt. I've done <laughs> it. go to the concert, you yes. know? Like, I got the t-shirt. I'm good. Yes. yes. Um, and there's so much power in leaders, especially leaders, who have been really successful and who have been in the business a long time, to take that beginner's mind... And say, what if? Let me be curious. Let me ask those simple questions. Because that's where we grow. Yeah. So if we we flip that a little bit, people who want to learn who have the beginner's mind ask what if. People who tend to be stuck in their thinking, what are things that they say? Because if I'm sitting here saying, so do I have a beginner's mind or... Am I stuck in my old way of thinking? Mm. Like, what are things that I that another person would hear from me that would kind of like be an indication of like, yeah, maybe Tree needs to continue to stay open minded instead of saying, oh, yeah, I'm. This is how we've always done it. I think that's one right mm-hmm. there. When mm-hmm. you hear people say that's the way we've always done that, yeah, yeah. Also, things like that'll never work. That, that we've tried that. Work. We've tried that before. Yeah. Those are a couple of the things that you can hear. I think another one is not necessarily a phrase, but if you're in a meeting and somebody throws out an idea and it just gets the look, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, no, we, no, no. They look at you or they do something with their body language that just shuts you down and basically says yes that says we know we're not talking about we're just going to talk about 
this little piece and how we can keep doing this little piece. Mm -hmm. Body language and tone can also tell you whether someone's getting, trying to be stuck or open to thinking differently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, Marshall Goldsmith has the concept of what got you here will get you there. Yeah. Right. So with the same way that got us here before, what made us successful before will not necessarily carry us into the future. And being stuck in the old way of thinking is not going to continue to bring us the success that we look for. Because we all want to be successful. And we think, if I keep doing the same thing over and over again that brought me here, we fall into the trap of, hey, things are changing around me. And if I don't change, I continue to think outside the box and I won't continue to be successful. Yeah. So uh, Maya Angelou, she says, do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. Mm. So it's the same concept of you're doing the best you can, but once you you know better, then you do better. Because you can be hyper successful right now. And so many people we work with are hyper successful right now. And then I ask them one question. And it's, how do you know how good you can really be? How do you know how good you can really be? Yeah, because they say I'm really, really good. But what if you could be even better? And you just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're stuck in this one way of thinking where if maybe you learned something else or you tried something different, you could almost unlock this whole other level Yes. for yourself. Yes. The question is, are you willing to get unstuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's another key point. It's like, do you want to do things differently? Do you want to, do you want to change? Because we know change is hard. So right, maybe that's another reason why people don't want to be unstuck or don't want to do things differently is because change is hard. You also brought up another point earlier is people who are continuous learner who continue to stay open don't say I should have known the answer. Mm. because tying back to your quote of Maya Angelou is like do the best you can until you know better people who are constantly learning say wouldn't say I should have known that because they're always giving the best and they're always learning and taking in new information right there's there's no such thing as like the perfect answer the perfect way of doing things because you can always continue to improve mm-hmm. and make continuous improvement <laughs> Um, so what are some ways that we can unstuck ourselves? One, I think is to say what mindset do I want to have right now? Do I want to, do I want to be a beginner's mind? Mm -hmm. Do I want to question? Yes. I think another way would be to ask somebody who maybe has more perspective than you, a different perspective than you, because it's hard when you have such tunnel vision Mm -hmm. And go ask someone else, hey, I've been doing this for a long time, Mm -hmm. this certain way. What am I not seeing? Yes. What am I missing? What's another way I could do this? Yes. But getting perspective outside of your own is critical. Yes. That ton of vision, right? Because once we feel like we found an answer, we stop asking questions. Like, oh, this is how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And consistently, so another easy thing somebody could do Mm -hmm. is consistently challenge yourself. Like pick one thing a week and say, okay, here's one process. Here's one 
email that I typically send. Here's one, you know, flyer I usually put together. What's one thing I could do differently? Mm-hmm. And just challenge yourself to say, what's one thing I could do differently? They'll even say, um, like, drive home a different way. Take a different route. Just something in your personal life. Order a different smoothie at Smoothie King. Do something, small. yeah, do something out of your norm that gets you unstuck in one aspect of your life that's really little, but then might help you think, oh, where else can I try something now? Mm-hmm. They, MIT, did, uh, this, this research and they found this four MIT leadership center found four behaviors of innovative leaders who continue to think differently and do things differently and and what you say had fall into those four behaviors one is ask provocative questions okay right they're constantly asking what if we do this what can we do it differently Mm. and then the second is to see the world as an anthropologist they're constantly collecting data insights okay right so ask provocative questions see the world as an anthropologist and the third one is to to talk to people different than you, which is kind of what you said earlier, is like getting fresh perspective. Maybe yep. somebody new on the team, or even maybe somebody from a different industry. Yeah. Right? Talking to how a doctor would solve this problem, how an engineer would approach a problem, because I bet you they both would approach the problems differently. And a doctor and Definitely engineer. different than us. <laughs> yes. So getting that's one way to get fresh perspective, is even venturing out and talk to people of different industry of how people do different things in life. And then the last one, so so you have asking provocative questions, yep. uh, seeing the world as an anthropologist, um, talking to people differently, and being willing to experiment and try new things, which is what you said about, hey, go on a different route, try a different smoothie. Or thinking about like what's one way you can be more effective at work this week, mm-hmm. right? So four, four, four behaviors of innovative leaders according to MIT Leadership Center. Ooh, so your challenge this week could be to choose one of those four. Yes. Right, with a process, with something that you do regularly, and use one of those four. Mm-hmm. Either ask a question, find somebody you know different than you, try something new with it. Yeah. Einstein, and that reminds me of a, a quote by Einstein where he says, you might have heard this quote, the same, the same thinking that created problems, or we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking that we use to create the problem, right? So we have to get fresh perspective, and that's how we, we can see things differently and, and maybe see a different angle yeah. on how to solve a certain issue. And when we, when we get unstuck... When we're willing to think differently, we often find a more efficient, a more effective, and a better way to yes. do things. Yes. Because, like, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. Easier said than It's hard done. because we think we're stuck in the right way, right? It's that confirmation bias of, mm-hmm. I think this is right. I know this is right. Look at all these things telling me it's right. It's being willing to just open up and say, what if? Yes. But when we say, what if? Sometimes we open new doors and better doors. Another small thing to do is don't get stuck at your desk. Get up and and talk to people or learn new perspective. Because 
like when I, I think I remember when executives have a problems or the leadership teams have a problem, they close themselves in the room and they try to solve it. And they think after two hours, when we come out, we're going to have a new vision, new strategies, yada, yada, yada. They forget to open up their tunnel visions and look around, talk to the people on the floor, talk to people, you know, on the ground, doing the work every day. Um, perspective. 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 So I don't know how I can be innovative about beating the trivia or winning the trivia, but I will continue to try. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Tree, uh, there's. Uh, maybe I'm at, I'll ask some. Uh, you can think of it through a beginner's mind. Today, uh, we're talking a lot. Uh, we said about getting stuck in one way of thinking. So you'll see a theme in our questions today. Um, you got 30 seconds, and we're gonna have five questions. Okay. How do you? How many do you think you're gonna get? Out of these five? Um, three. Okay. Am I, I think a, you being could do overly it. ambitious? I think you could do it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. First question. What is the sticky substance that comes from maple trees? Syrup. Uh, almost. What is the most popular flavor of bubblegum? Uh, uh, cotton candy. No. What is the name of the actor who got stuck on an island for years in the film Castaway? I have no idea. <laughs> who is the U.S. president said to have been stuck in a bathtub? What? <laughs> Ronald Reagan. No. And who sang the 2010 country hit Stuck Like Glue? Oh, my God. Uh... Time's up. Okay. Tree. <laughs> I think I got zero. I think you got zero, but you did your best. Mm, I did, the, you did, I your did best. my best until I didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> and now that you were going to know better, then you would do better if we yeah. did this again. Um, okay, so the sticky substance that comes from maple trees. So it's called sap. Uh, but then they yeah, turn sap. it, it is into sap. It is sap. syrup. It is sap. Yeah. Um, the most popular flavor of bubblegum tree. I don't even know if cotton candy bubblegum exists. <laughs> cotton candy? Um, the correct answer is spearmint. Oh. Spearmint is the most popular flavor of bubblegum. Huh. Um, the actor that got stuck on an island for years in the film Castaway. Have you seen Castaway? Mm-mm. So he has a volleyball named Wilson with his hand. The actor was Tom Hanks. Oh. It's a good movie. What year was it? I don't know. Probably um, early 2000s, maybe. Okay. Castaway. Good movie. Um, who is the U.S. president said to have been stuck in a bathtub? True. But they can't actually confirm if it is real or not, but it's like rumor. <laughs> um, William Taft, William who is the Taft. 27th president of the United States. And I will just throw out there the reason that people say he got stuck in a bathtub was because he weighed... 350 pounds. Um, so now it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So huh. that's why they say it. Mm. Um, okay, and then the last question. Who sang the 2010 country hit Stuck Like Glue? Have you, have you heard the song? I feel like that. Whoa, whoa, oh, Stuck Like Glue. You and me, baby. No? Sugarland. Sugarland. Sugarland sings okay. the song Stuck Like Glue. Okay. All right, so... 
to wrap it up, to summarize what we talked about today. Yep, don't get stuck in one way of thinking. Look at things through the lens of the beginner, ask those simple questions, and we will find better ways to level up and do things more efficiently. Yeah, that's another episode of Hey, Don't Do That. See we'll you see next you later. Time.